This is the Talkin' Cowboys Break, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. What's up? Welcome back to DallasCowboys.com radio and welcome to Oxnard, California for the start of 2018 Cowboys training camp. Rob Phillips right here at the River Ridge Complex joined in a joint show. Talking Cowboys break. Brian brought us Nick Eatman repping the break. Holding the fort down and old for the Mickey, break. Mickey Spagnola down at the end. What's watch, up? Watch the old thing. Yeah, old. Okay. Old. That's old, like yeah, O-L apostrophe. Exactly. Not, well, we like, could work either way. Like but, old, you know. Like, like old Miss. Like old Miss, yeah. <laughs> old Mix. Come on. Everybody okay with this heat wave, quote unquote, that's going on down here, Southern yeah. California? Everybody no, okay? Nobody's feeling sorry for us. <laughs> no, not at all. But they are, you know, they are kind of talking about it here that the locals yeah. are like, man, this is the hottest it's ever been. And you're like, yeah, this feels good. Yeah. yeah. You want a weather report? Uh, yeah. A quick, a quick one. 72 degrees, it says. No. All right. No. It doesn't feel like that. I bet it feels like about 80. Nah, Let's see right. what it says. We're doing okay out here. We're just getting rolling. Long and the sleeves. Cowboys are about to get rolling. Hey, by the way, guys, yeah, we'll have some long sleeves occasionally out here. We'll have our daily shows throughout camp. Talking Cowboys, Cowboys break, hanging with the boys as well. And today's show is just a primer, just an appetizer leading into the annual training camp State of the Union press conference with Jerry, Stephen, Jason Garrett. And uh, so we're just getting you guys set. Everybody ready to go? Ready to roll. What time are we doing do those other shows? I believe 9 a.m. Talking Cowboys. Okay. Pacific, Pacific right. time. Pacific Thank time, you, Brian. Yes. Yeah. Followed immediately by the break at 10 a.m. Pacific. Hanging with the boys is in the afternoon. 2.30. 2.30 Pacific all the player time. player guests they get. They do a good job of that show. Shannon, he yeah. does. They hustle. He's a special guest booker there, isn't yes. he? Maybe you should change the nickname you have for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going What's there. What's that, Brian? No. Yeah. Hanging with Shannon? No, well, I got Not exactly. Let's not forget a six-time <laughs> Pro Bowler, Nate Newton, that's <laughs> yeah. on there. Yeah. Exactly. Nate's on his Who's way. Who's here, right? Is he here? Uh, he said he'd be here in time for the press conference that starts at 11 o'clock. Come by here. and see him if you see him. He'll sign autographs and stuff like that. <laughs> no, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> so as I pointed out to Rob, this is the official start of training camp right here. This is the show? Our show. It is. Nothing else has happened here. I mean, there's Radio Row just on nah, the tennis court. They don't, oh, okay. that, they, they don't count. Show. Well, fair enough. So we're getting everybody started. Well, let's start Thank you, 105.3, our partners. <laughs> exactly. Let's ignore those guys, right? But the fan, too, Mick. Yeah. Let's get everybody what about involved. Them? Okay. They're doing their thing. All right, let's get started. As far as DallasCowboys.com goes, this is right. the kickoff. We are stumbling out of the game. We're even, well, we're even beating the What's the reason the for that? We're beating yeah, the press conference. All right, let's, let's get you under control here. All let's right. start you off with some news items. Let's, that are going to get addressed probably in this press conference here, Mick, Start, starting with Randy Gregory, who's been in the news quite a bit in the last few days. He's going to be the conditional reinstatement is going to be lifted at, uh, I'm told, 1 o'clock here, so 3 o'clock uh, central time, 4 o'clock, that's when the NFL does their business and they'll put it on the wire. So he'll be eligible to do whatever he's capable of doing or what the Cowboys decide he's capable of doing. So... Uh, my guess is I, I just can't imagine he's going to go out there the, the first practice and do everything everybody else is going to do, depending on how he does uh, this morning on his conditioning test. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. With, with that, there's a roster spot. Right. You know, he is, right. you got to create a roster spot. And I think, uh, you know, as the last we've heard that they're weighing their options right. because um, – 
that there's been some talk that David Irving might not be reporting on time in, in, or to, to start with. And if that happens, you can put him on a list of did not report, which takes a roster spot. So there's a player out there. I don't know who it is. I mean, you guys right. might know. There's a player that's probably – you know, n- not not long for this. Like right. he packed kind of light for yeah, the trip yesterday. He, you know, but but I don't know who that is. And you know, it, it, why why be in a hurry? You know, if David Irving's not going to report, and there's their spot, and then knock on wood, there might be an injury. You you, you never know. And so, um, but but I would imagine if Irving does get here, Gregory's reinstated officially. Then somebody they got to release somebody. And the word Brian, it's not official yet, but the word we're hearing about David Irving is if he's not here for the start of camp, it's an excused absence yes. and a continuation of you know what we've seen part of the off season where right. he was allowed to handle some personal business away yeah, from the team. Absolutely, and and we've all that's been well documented that uh, he had some things he was going through uh, with uh, you know his girlfriend, uh, his the uh, mother of his child. And, you know, you were hopeful that the, the time that was spent in the offseason that he could have been able to kind of put that all behind him. And then the suspension, you know, came, the four-game suspension. So things kind of piling up on him right now. And as we get ready for camp, it, you, you talk about, uh, you know, kind of a, a one unknown coming back where, you know, Mickey and, and, and Nick were talking about the conditioning. And, you know, I was hearing some very positive things about Randy Gregory being out here in California working out now yep. is he in condition to what we've seen at the star you know probably not but it, it's going to be good to have him back I, I was really worried guys that the league was going to hold him out longer you know these practices here in Oxnard we get so much out of it watching the practice and that you know it's the, the compete periods it's the team stuff it's all that I was really worried that the commissioner was going to hold him out for four or five days and then him miss those significant practices. Now he can jump in and you know and be just as maybe productive as a Charles Tapper or somebody like that. It's one of these guys. I mean, Coney. Some these guys. These defensive ends are trying to make the team. And now that again, that's Randy Gregory. But you know, David Irving just continues to uh, get to a point where you're like, when is he ever going to get a break? But you know, like I said. With him missing the first four games, the Cowboys are now at a little bit of a luxury to be able to say, "Okay, step back, go do you know what you need to go do what you need to do uh, to get things to, together, and then come on back." And there's some question about that depth at defensive tackle immediately too. Yeah. You know, you don't have Irving for the first month. He's not right. potentially not going to be at the start of camp, and then Malik Collins is a question mark. Yeah, uh, maybe a PUP well, he'll, today. He'll PUP. PUP today, won't, yeah. Won't be able to start practice right. coming off foot surgery. Right. So there's guys that are going to have to step up there early in camp as they look forward to the first preseason game. Yeah. You know, the thing on Randy Gregory, now he may be able to take part in the first couple practices because there's no more than an OTA or right. mini camp. Right, right. There's no pads. And then the key thing will be how Saturday, soon is Saturday he ready pads, yeah. to put the pads on. Is he ready on sand? And there's no rush, Right. I mean, goodness, you waited this long. Yeah, you know. you got to make sure he's out there because I guarantee you at some point he's going to pull a hamstring. Uh, I, I mean, I was. Didn't want to hear yeah, that. Yeah, right, right there. I didn't want to hear that. And I, But I wanted to. I wanted. I just didn't want him to miss any opportunities on the field. You know, I didn't want him to have to be, you know, okay, it's, you know, three, four days, and he's over there with Britt Brown working by himself or with the strength staff. I wanted Randy Gregory in there competing with him and Charles Tapper and, and Coney Ely and all those guys. I wanted to see, hey, you know, let's start to try and figure some things out at this uh, defensive end spot. But, boy, you bring up a big question, too, and I know you guys are concerned about the defensive tackle spot. Yeah. You know, where how's that rotation going to play? You know, and, and we, we, we've seen some guys, and 
I've been nobody's been cheerleading more than this Jihad Ward trade that they made with Oakland during the during the draft. For what I've seen with him athletically uh, playing, you know, but he's going to get a chance to go up against Zach Martin and guys like that, and that's where you're going to learn a lot about Jihad Ward. But you know, who else? Who you know? Who else? Brian Price. Who else is going to come along? They're going to need some guys to step up and kind of give them a little bit of an indication that that okay, going forward, we can we can count on these guys uh, to do the job. You got a guess on on who's going to take Malik Collins' spot while he's think, out? Yeah, I, I think I think what you're going to see to me, I, I look at this in a couple of different ways, and I, I think that I, I like what I've seen with Jahad Ward. But he'll then, do the three technique. right? But the Jones, Donta Jones, yeah. I, I think that's where because that's what we saw initially, Mickey. You'll remember this very well. That's what we saw during the OTAs in the minicamp. I, I think that's the initial way they're going to go. And then let's see what happens behind that. Okay, what's the rotation going to be? Well, it, you know, this group, too, does a pretty good job. If a guy's a backup guy, they might have an afternoon practice where all of a sudden Nick Eatman's tweeting, oh, wait, hey, somebody's getting first-team reps. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you get a second-team guy to get a little burn with the, with the first uh, offense or first defense to kind of see if he can, he can handle the workload. And I, I anticipate that's what they're going to do. Watch out for Price, Brian Price. Yeah, I, was, I don't disagree with he you He was there. doing some good things before he got yeah. hurt last yeah. year. And, you know, one of those big body guys takes up a lot of space. There's a need for that. He's yeah. got a unique skill set. You know, Rod likes, Marinelli likes guys that can get up the field, right. penetrate, pass rushing, don't have to necessarily be the big sloppy nose tackle. I'm not saying Brian Price is big and sloppy, but he is a true, more bigger, of a true yeah. nose. That's a Nick Hayden, you know, he's the Nick Hayden yeah. version, you know. Uh, Nick Hayden what about? played a couple seasons being that way. That's right. You know, being that guy that kind of holds things up on the line of scrimmage, can play a little bit outside the tackle box. You know, I mean, that's, you know, I, they, they've got to find, you know, there's something we went back. I mean, I went back and listened to our draft coverage, and I was, I mean, we were all kind of talking about what is something they might have missed out on on all those picks. Well, they, they you traded for a guy like Jihad Ward, but I don't think he was a one technique. We were cheerleading for a one, and I don't know if they necessarily, you know, they obviously feel good about Brian Price to not make a move like that. So uh, we'll see how it might be something where we're having one of our shows, uh, one of the two shows, three shows, and it's, hey, they brought so-and-so in as a defensive tackle just to take a look at because they might not like the rotation the way it is. I still think Coney Ely is going to factor into this thing I, in a, I, weird, in a I, yes. weird way. I, Just I, by I looking at I him, you're dis- like, I don't disagree. He doesn't with look you. like a defensive end. I mean, he look, he's looking like a tackle. Well, remember he said he was trying to lose weight. He needed he's about trying 10 to, pounds. Yeah, he said he's a little heavy, but he's really excited about being here because he, he respects what Rod Marinelli. Rod Marinelli is his style of coach. Mm-hmm. And Mickey can attest to this being a Missouri alum. Coney Ely was an upfield player on the edge, attack the edge, attack the edge, attack the edge. So if they could get Coney Ely back to that level where he was at Carolina, where he was an attacking player, instead of a read, uh, you know, like a read, a hold the point, read, react kind of a guy, his game's built more like Nick's talking about. Up the field, play maybe as a three technique, get inside. And I could see him moving inside as a pass rusher, maybe on a nickel. nickel. Absolutely. Depending on how things play out at the right defensive end spot. Yep, yep. Mary. Which we have no clue other than Tyrone Crawford, right? Looks and then good what physically. Happened, yeah, and then what happens? Yeah, he looks better than Madden, right? Yeah, <laughs> that Madden thing was a mess. But no, he he. I think I, I think and we and, and he Nick, called out Madden night. Well, yeah, about his picture. He, they it. changed it though. You notice they, they slimmed they, him down. Yeah, he looks. I wish I, I wish now. Madden can do that to me. <laughs> Slim me down. But remember, we were, we were all when when the thing with uh, with Randy Gregory started, we started hearing word. We met with Rod Marinelli in, at the Star, yeah, and he was very excited about the fact of, of his guys being 
those upfield players. And he, we, I mean, uh, one of us asked him about Crawford and remaking his body. He says, oh, yeah, you know, get guys up the field, be up the field. <laughs> go, don't, go. don't be bulky. Go sure. get up the field. Sure. So, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of I think Crawford is one of those guys that kind of said, okay, to me to play right in, I'm not going to get eight, ten sacks, but maybe I could get four or five sacks, but maybe I could be a little bit more, have a little bit more agility getting up the field and getting those sacks. You know, that, that, that's one thing that I wish that fans would kind of recognize a little bit more. He got he got the contract, and he gets viewed a he lot. Get, he gets with, beat with, up for that. With the money that he makes, he, he that contract was, was supposed to be for a defensive tackle. Right. And it was good money for defensive tackle. He gets moved out to end. And you got to remember, his body moving up down right. 10 pounds here, 15 here, and he's he's not that edge rusher. So he's now getting compared to these edge rushers, and he's not doing that. It was like, oh, what a waste of money. I, when in reality, you know, he should be playing more inside. And you're, you're right, Brian, four to five sacks for him is, is really a good year. Which is what he had last year. Right. Yeah. And we have to remember why he ended up at right defensive end. They couldn't, couldn't hold the, the edge, couldn't hold stop the, edge. the run. Right. You remember the Denver game. Right. Right? Yeah. So they needed him over there to stop the run, and they kind of calmed that whole thing down. Yeah. Uh, after that game. So he served a great purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the thing. I, I, I'm not making apologies for a player because, mm-hmm. again, I, I think a lot of us out there, we look at the money and say it's not worth the money. It's not worth it to us to have that yeah. guy. Why is he here? Why not get rid of him, redo his contract? I wish people could sit down with us and watch tape. I wish you could sit down and watch. And people watch the game. I get it. But when you watch the All-22, there's things he does that in the old baseball saying that doesn't show up on the box score. He does a lot of things that doesn't show up on the box score. If you look at some of the things with Sean Lee running to the football, it's because, like Mickey said, he's holding it up. He's allowing guys to get to the ball. He's working down inside. He's playing square in the gap. These are things that Rod Marinelli and those guys are happy to have him, whereas Joe and Flower Mound's not so happy because they, they see a guy that should have, you know, 15 sacks. What's the equivalent out here? What, what can we uh, – I'm always going to use Joe and Flower Mound. Not like a Ventura or something like that? Uh, well, they're big, somebody had Vic and Ventura. <laughs> Vic, Vic and Ventura. Ventura. Yeah, Vic and Ventura. I love it. Yeah. Hey, can I can – can I officially? Can I officially confirm? With you, no, I was like, "What's the city? What's the what's the flower mound out here?" Yeah, Vic and Ventura. Ventura. Vic and Ventura. I can like. I officially confirm that Randy Gregory's here? Yes. Okay. You're going to get us in trouble, but other than that, he's here. Okay. Oh, okay. good. Yep. Good. One more thing about him. That's why Mickey's sitting in an angle. <laughs> Keep him straight. <laughs> I wanted. To I like s- my job. <laughs> I wanted to circle back to him, but one more thing on Crawford. The other thing about him. And fans may, I don't know, you may roll your eyes at this, but everybody's talking about leadership, right? Yeah. Because guys moving on, they're a younger football team. This is a guy that if you talk to Demarcus Lawrence, credits Tyrone Crawford with right. helping develop him along the way. Two right. Boise guys, and then you talk to Taco Charlton, Tyrone Crawford is a guy that comes up helping these young guys get better. And look at where Demarcus Lawrence is right now. Look at where Taco could go. You know, you know, I, I, Lawrence just, is here too. Yeah, real, thanks, Mick. Real quick, Vic uh, and just just the just the thought on on you know what you get with Crawford, and, and I, I I look at him as what he you know you should be proud of the way he played with going through the shoulder the problems. I mean, he's one of those guys you almost have to go get him off the field, right? You know, and there's a lot of things he does in a, in the locker room as far as the leadership you're talking about, accountability of the players around him. He's bought into the program totally. But the fact that he lines up and plays hurt and you don't ever hear about it. Now, you hear about it when we do shows. 
you know, and you, or you talk to me. It's like, yeah, I'm a little banged up, but I'll, you know, hey, nothing. I'll, I'll make it. Because there's, yeah. the, there's a theory out there with some guys, not necessarily on this team yeah. anymore, but you know, you anymore, don't want to put, right. you don't want to put bad tape on the field. You oh know? yeah, guys that don't want to play hurt. <laughs> oh, the king of bad tape is now in the division. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Huh. So uh, anyway, there, there's that as well. Yeah. The component that makes him. I a, think a it was O. Oh. It's not really an O. It's an O. Oh yeah. So if you go, let's go back to Gregory real quick. Yeah. I've heard he's in great shape. Mm-hmm. It's about 245 pounds, which when you think about when he was here previously before his suspension, a guy had trouble keeping weight on. Yes. Great shape. See what kind of condition he's in. Uh, what? They're in no hurry to what, find out what, what kind of condition what, he's what in. Kind of ex, what kind of expectations can you ah, put? Question 20, I believe, on the top. On him, the, there you <laughs> go. I think we may just go down the list here until, until 11 o'clock. Uh, what can, is it too early to try to put – because you guys just mentioned a lot of new and – and incumbent defensive ends that can be part yeah. of this rotation. He's got some competition here. Sure. What do you guys think? I, I for Gregory? Yeah, yeah. What can he What can he be for this team? And and is he in competition for a job? Or do you think if if he shows enough? I, I don't think so. I, I don't think he is. You mean I, like I, is he on the fifty three? Yeah. I just think they've put so much time and, and effort to, to to try to get him to this point. I, I think that he's gonna at least he's gonna get through you know this year I think this year for sure and and, and to answer the question I just think that he you know when if he's out there and he's healthy and he can go he, he gives you some freakish skills off the edge a little bit I don't know if he's you know like you said holding the edge I think it's right. third and eight and yeah. you get to that point third and eight third and nine he's great to have out there yeah they're they're just gonna have to see what kind of shape he's in because I thought I read his workouts and with the guy in California right. that he was working out with, started when he petitioned the league for reinstatement. Yeah, some 60 days ago. So it yeah. wasn't like for two years he's yeah. been out there busting his butt. Yeah. My guess is, and you know when guys work out on their own, they don't ever work out like yeah. they're working out here. So I just think they're going to be very cautious with him to start and kind of judge Maybe what kind of shapes he in before they even let him do the conditioning test? Rob, I'll take the counterpoint of this. Yeah, they went point. I'll go counter. I don't think he's guaranteed a roster spot, and I and I understand what they're saying about all the work and stuff like that. I think a lot of the work, you know, was behind the scenes. Where they have do they have contact with him? They weren't supposed to, but you know, there's things that you they, you can probably do try and help whatever. But with all the competition at the position, I, I don't think it. I, you know. And the sad thing about it is he doesn't have practice squad eligibility, I was told. Yeah, so, no. Well, so, he so, shouldn't. He played. But, no, so, but, but, that, that, but I'm saying, though, if they don't have – if he can't make this team, if, if they keep him as the 53rd guy over a Coney Ely or a Charles Tapper or somebody that has a better camp, right. shame on them for that. That's kind of where I was going is you, there's, there's a long game here with him. Let me, yeah. Even all the time he's missed, right. we're talking change about 18 answer. months. Okay. Let me change my answer. I like how we're promoting all our series here. 20 questions, yeah. point, counterpoint. Yeah. Nice. Let me, let me change, change my answer. And I saw them do, do this uh, with the tight end yes, uh, last year. He might not make the team. Oh, I see what you're He'll doing. be around. Yeah, you're going to you're using the old theory of like the back of the day in the '80s where we used to stash cats. He'll be around. Yeah. I don't know. I don't Let's know. Find I mean, him apartment yeah. in Valley Ranch. <laughs> no, I, I don't just, go far. No, I just somehow some list. There's yeah. a list for this, and he'll well, he'll I, be on I, it if he's not. But I think he. If I it, think he will. If, but. Yeah, if, if he's if he I think if he's good enough, and this is just my thought, if he's good enough to make the 53, that's a great story. If he comes out here and is not as good. And they just say, okay, we're going to force this, force this, force this. But then they come to Nick's realization. It's like, okay, 
he's got a concussion. He's got a, <laughs> a bad shoulder. Yeah. He's got something that we can, you know, maybe that's the case. But I, 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 I'm going to disagree with one thing with, with what Nick said about potentially doing that, which I, you know, I'm okay with as a former personnel guy. But we've already, he's already sat out long enough, you know. He's already he's already sat True. out long enough. I mean, he's been gone now what two years yeah. basically. There comes a point in time where you have to say, you know what, he's going to move on. He, you have to move on. Mm-hmm. Or my gosh, everything you did the last eighteen months was the right thing to do. Yeah, I think they're doing right by Randy Gregory to get him an opportunity to play. Well, and it's important. It's up to him to make the team to be fully reinstated. Whenever that becomes official, that's huge because he needs to get in preseason games and he needs he, to, to get his feet wet again he, on the field. He needs to have he needs to have four he needs to have one sack a game, in, playing in the fourth quarter against a, 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 a kind of a half mediocre backup tackle. Yeah, get some confidence, rush, and then if you know you get him going all of a sudden, and then you get that to the you know maybe playing that whole Houston game. What at the end? Just but get him get him going, but. I think he has to make this team. I just don't think this is going to be a gift. Mm-hmm. And especially if Charles Tapper – now, here I'm saying about Charles Tapper. Well, you, you don't have to you, cut a defensive end. Well, I don't – There's going to be seven – what, seven guys in – eight guys inactive on game day? Yeah, Irving th- will be on the suspended list for the first month. So yeah, that's a spot. I, I'm just saying, though, it depends on – because you're going to have to carry – you're going to carry the third quarterback. Okay. How many extra receivers are you going to carry – Six. How how many tight ends are you going to carry? Three. See, that's what I'm saying. What if what if all of a sudden the guy that Nick's talking about does have a good camp? What if Rico, Rico. gathers? Yeah. What if Rico gathers makes this team? Mm. What if Rico? What if they don't want to? Put what's Rico, the upside? Who do they got more invested? Who's in? the up? What's the upside between those two guys? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Well, if if one of them and it, we don't know. That's why we're here. Yeah. If I think the one I would rather have, to be honest with you, because I think he could help the team if he's on his game, is Randy Gregory. I don't know if Rico Gathers, I, but I, I look at this, though, is if Rico Gathers has a similar training camp to how he had last year, mm-hmm. he's going to be a consideration for the 53. Sure. So what's your numbers? What's your numbers? If you're, if you're, you know, Mickey, you were very adamant about that, and I, I'm with you. Carry three tight ends, go forward. But there might be something where there's some positions where they're going to have to say, okay, well, what about that fourth? Who's the fourth safety? Right now it's Huff. You know, do you want to go into the? You want to go into season with Huff being your fourth safety? I mean, you, they might have to make some moves to and carry extra safeties just because they don't trust who they have as the third and fourth guy. If yeah. he's playing, here we are in, talking about roster talk. If he's playing in the four, in the fourth quarter of four preseason games, yeah, he'll have four sacks. I, I, I'm Woo! with you. I'm with you on that. I'll just go ahead and say no, it. No, gut, I, gut feeling. I, I, another hey, series no, on no, DallasCowboys.com. I, I, I hope. I hope you're absolutely right. Because if and, he and if, then what happens after that? If he, well, if yeah, he, right? if he was Lawrence Taylor two years ago, and then all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> well, he if was. He, if he if he gets a sack of if he, if Jake he, Taylor, if he gets a sack, Jake Taylor from Ventura, <laughs> Jake Taylor could cut it. <laughs> but if if he if he has a sack a game in four preseason games, he makes this fifty three. Yeah. If he, I, I'm, I'm with you guys. If he shows enough of, I've been off 18 months, but I can help this team Absolutely. at some point. Yeah. They've invested so much, and obviously we haven't even talked about the programs and protocols in place for him off yeah. the field to maintain his eligibility, and he's got to follow and he, those. And if he does, if he takes one step off the road, he's done with football for the rest of his life in the NFL. That's yeah, very, very likely, or. Yeah. or 
It's like being on the balance beam in gymnastics. Got to be able to walk it. I love the analogy. All right, we've we've hit Randy Gregory for a good half hour or so. Yeah. Let's uh let's talk some other stuff. I don't think we're taking breaks here. I think we're going right up to the press conference. <laughs> it's like the draft show. You should, <laughs> hey, there's another one. Just a draft show. There, there you go. go. Promote the draft <laughs> show. That's coming up in a few months as well. Did Before you bring we, your Tommy Johns you to training camp? <laughs> I did. I got him on right now, yeah. Mick. <laughs> Brian, are you gonna get cowboys in here? Somehow I'm going to get Cowboys in here. <laughs> Check it out. It's up on the site I right now. It's up on right now. We got yeah. some, there's a couple up there. We yeah. got some good Cowboys. That's yeah, right. Uh, okay. We, before we get to draft, we got to see what this team can do on the field and the yeah. expectations of this football team. I guess I'm just going to go with a broad macro view here. What, what do you think are the expectations of this football team as we lead into a State of the Union for a team that went 9-7 last year with some injuries, with some suspensions, didn't make the playoffs? What do, you, what do you think the field, the buzz is around this football team right now? From them? Around the them team. and the outside. Because I don't, I don't think a lot of people from the outside are giving this team a lot of, a lot of love, Respect, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. I think no, the outside's got them 9-7, and seven and they're firing the head coach. Yeah. That's, prob- that's pretty popular, I think, just because of the turnover on this roster. And Jason Garrett's admitted, look, we've got three guys on the team that are 30 or older. It's yeah. young. It's, it's unproven in some spots, um, mm-hmm. but they are getting back some key guys, hopefully for a full season, Ezekiel Elliott and the running game go. and there all that. Go. That's their formula still, right, to try right. to get this thing done. Right. At one time, and Mickey has beat the drum about this, if you looked at what they were able to do offensively leading up until the suspension, there were 28-point games, 33-point games, 40-point game. You know, I think that's what they want to get back to. They want to get back to that team that beat the Kansas City Chiefs before Ezekiel Elliott went out. That was a team that was that did not, other than the one big play before half, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 mm. the, the, that they made, that Hill made before half, it was, they didn't give up a big play in that game. They, didn't, they, they, were, they were sound on defense. They ran the football. Uh, a guy like Terrence Williams was nine targets, nine receptions. You know, they were getting people involved. I think that's the type of football they want to play, and they're capable of playing that way. Will the schedule, though, allow them? And, and you don't know that. I think it's a very difficult one. I think going, you know, having to play the NFC South is going to be difficult for them. You know, road games, when you got that, when you got to go to Carolina to start the year, I think that's going to be very difficult. And then you got the AFC South. You know, Jacksonville is much improved, the playoff team, championship team. You look at Houston, they're not going to be as bad. Watson will be healthy. I mean, there's some there's some potential pitfalls down the road, but they've got to find ways to get back to what they were really good at, running the football, protecting the quarterback, uh, not giving up big plays, and playing really good in the red zone, and then being on offense, being good in the red zone. That, that's their recipe for winning. They could beat anybody in the league when they play like they did against Kansas City because that's kind of a complete game for them. Best game, best one of the year. Yeah, best opinion. best yeah. game of the year. And, yeah. and, and, you know, but then again, they're capable of looking like they did against the Los Angeles Chargers on Thanksgiving, you know, giving up big plays, not protecting, not running the football. If that's the team you get, yeah, you're going to have a lot of problems. But I think they're closer to the Kansas City team myself than I do the team that played against the Los Angeles Chargers. You know, the good thing about all those teams you said they got to play, so does everybody else yeah. in the NFC yeah. East. No, no, that's and that's going to make it difficult so for them. So let's not forget that. They're no, no, and have, I'm sure that um, they're going to have yeah. some difficulty too. I'm, yeah. sh- I'm sure on Jaguar talk right now they're saying, "Well, hey, you got to play the <laughs> NFC East." No, they're you know? probably saying, "Oh, we get to play the Cowboys." Yeah. Well, that's a that's a trip they have to make. You know, they have to come, and it, it you you just play the games that are there. But if again, this team is very capable of playing like they did every week against Kansas City. They're capable of that. Offensive line play, protection, 
uh, uh, receivers getting open, preventing big plays, playing well in the red zone, getting a turnover to kill the game at the end. Mm -hmm. uh, Terrence Williams catching the ball to get a first down and stay in bounds to keep the clock going. They're capable of that kind of play. Minus the play at the end of the half. That's huh? exactly right. Which I use as an example for the new kickoff rule with the head coach saying, you know, when you have big spaces like that and you get a player like Tavon Austin, yeah. you kind of – end up with maybe that play at the end of half. I was trying to be funny. Mm -hmm. He didn't think it was funny. No. Mm -hmm. But he agreed with me. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, but that's I, I, that's my expectation of this team. You know, my expectation, now there could be some growing pains at left guard. We've talked about it. Mm -hmm. I, I think we, I think, I think all our eyes, and we're going to, you know, have compete period out here, and you're going to get to see Connor Williams go up against some of these defensive tackles. You know, we, and we'll see that. But I think there'll be some growing pains. The great thing that I'm excited about this team was the rookies that they've added because they've been able to watch them as drafted players, but they've been in, they've been at the star the whole time. They've been in, they've been at the star. Every time I look out the window, they're out there working out, you know, they, they're maturing, they're getting better. They're getting, you know, they're getting physically, they're getting stronger, they're getting in shape and they're going to rely on a lot of these kids to have to play. You know, Michael Gallup is going to have to go out there and find a way to beat Terrence Williams out of his job. I don't think Terrence Williams is going to let him have the job, but that's good. Let Michael Gallup go out there. Let him go compete. Let Connor Williams, you know, learn at left guard a little bit. You know, but again, there could be some some little bit of growing pains with these. But guys. if there's growing pains there, I think they've got alternatives. Yeah, I don't think they have to move anybody around. Sure. I I, I don't think they have to sit there and watch him fumble around if he can't do it. Right. They've got uh, backups that have played in the league that can actually step in there. Started Super and Bowls. And I guarantee you they'll play as well as Jonathan Cooper. Yeah, that's that's the key. I, they they went through last year, thinking, okay, we're okay now. And then and I give them credit for this, because sometimes when you're getting that personnel side of it, you're thinking, okay, we'll be fine. We'll be okay. We'll be fine. And they think that, and something happens disastrous, like that run that they had in Atlanta, and it's like, okay, we need to do something different. And that's a sign of somebody that you just don't beat your head against the wall. You find a way to say, okay, let's go out and get a capable swing tackle. Let's go out and draft a capable left guard. Jerry said yeah. it at the draft press conference, yeah. why Connor Williams is here. Yeah. Atlanta. Let, let's draft a Leighton Vanderesh, who's got a physical – He's got the physical presence to play as a Mike linebacker. Let's figure out what we need to do. Jalen Smith being healthy. There's a lot of positive things that are going to be in this camp. It's just got to all kind of come together. And some of these guys can't have bad days. You know, the, the guys that are the consistent ones, as we talk about these practices, consistent guy, consistent guy, consistent guy, those will be your 53 players. Some of these guys will find a way to cut themselves out here. They will cut themselves because of not being consistent, not playing well in preseason games, and that's the that may make your team better. Nick, how do you size this whole thing? That was our top I, question on twenty questions yeah. yesterday as we flew out here. I think this is a good football team, honestly. I really do. I, I think that when you look at what they they came back from last year, um, if they can, they ha obviously have to stay healthy, and I think they've done a good job. Their three main injuries or setbacks they had last year, or Zeke, Tyron Smith, Onley, in whatever order you want, they they've. They've upgraded the tackle position. They've upgraded linebacker. They're just counting on Zeke kind of being Zeke. I don't think they've really added, like, a true backup if he goes down. Or maybe, we'll, you know, Rod we'll Smith see, got we'll better, see what, yeah, yeah. We'll see it. You know, right, they, they figured out things in that Giants game. I think this is a pretty good football team. I really do. I think you're sitting you're at right there at the 9-7, and 8-8. Eight and eight. you got to get two wins to get above that. There's going to be about four games this year that go one way or another. They get, it's got to go your way. The only thing that I'm – I'm not worried about. I'm just thinking we'll see it. I, I want to see Dan Bailey. 
yeah. because these games come down to field goals and extra points. Good point. And, and, and I think he'll be fine, but we, we need to see that, and he right. needs to show it. But I, I really do think this is a good football team because every time they play, those uh, at offensive line and Ezekiel Elliott should be an advantage. If you can run the ball and do those things and just enough of a passing game to kind of get them off you a little bit, I think they can win every single – I mean, they're not going to win every game. Yeah, excuse me. I think they can win every game. I was going to ask you guys, though, when, when you, who was all part of the – are you closer to Philadelphia or not? Who was part of that 20 questions? I wasn't in that question. It wasn't the question. I was in it. Well, it's the, it's the talent the level. Questions. Oh, oh yeah, I don't qu- think I did. Yeah, well, we weren't on that one. See, I was on it. And I how said, close I, are they to the Eagles? Yeah, how close are the Eagles as far as personnel-wise? What did you say on that one? I, I kind of felt like that they were. Yeah. I went matchups, but, you know, you're, you're some of the key spots, though, you're looking at quarterback. At one time you thought, yeah, pretty close. And then, you know, Carson Wentz had an MVP. But Dax had an MVP-type season as well. Offensive lines, man, it could be. But, you know, defensively, I think that's where they've got right now, at least, defensively across the front seven. I think that the Eagles are probably a little bit better. The Cowboys maybe a corner a little bit better. You know, so it, it, it's not as – the gap between the two, to me, is not huge. I mean, I, I, I said if, if, it was, if it was huge, I would say, okay, this team will be – the Eagles are going to be 12-4 and four and Dallas is 9-7. How do you seven. think Philadelphia was answering that question the year before? Oh, no, I, I'm with you. You see how yeah, fast yeah, things no, no. changed? They, they, and they did some really good things. They, yeah, they, they, they had did. some guys hit. They had, and the Cowboys are very capable of some of their draft picks doing exactly – you know, the Eagles had a fifth-round offensive tackle step in for a Pro Bowl left tackle. So you have to have some good things happen. And you know they got and their and their coach obviously handled things well at the end of the year with I mean, their quarterback. I think thirty to fifty three on the on the roster. Yeah, that's where I think teams like the Patriots and the Eagles always and the Steelers sometimes yeah. they always kind of get you there because because yes the injuries happen and how do you sustain them and all that talent wise I mean you can line the Browns up and and, and the Bucks and the Cowboys and everybody up and they're going to be great right off the top great right awesome players. As you start getting up to 53, that's where the Eagles and I think they yeah. do a good job. That's what that's that's why when you're looking at this team, yeah, Tyron Smith will be great, but is Cam Fleming, is Marcus Martin, are right. these tight yeah. ends, are these guys? Yeah, exactly. Because something's going to happen. That, and, and, they, and and you know, and Leighton Vander Esch and yes, Sean Lee. Leighton Vander Esch. Sean Jay Lee Smith. spoke to us yesterday and said, "Look, I've got to stay healthy. He, he yeah. it's been an issue for him. So they've they've tried to address depth at spots where they know." They can't afford to lose guys. Right. Yeah. So and they we'll got see. cornerbacks who want to play. <laughs> That's fair. Well, I was going to go to that okay. because I you're think just one jabbing over here. No, huh? no, he's right. Well, you're right. I was with Brian. I don't think, and to your point, Mick, I don't think it's that big a gap. I think every year the D- NFC East, there's there's not a lot of, lot of margin for error between these teams. And we saw what the Cowboys did. They bounced back in 2016. Eagles did. They're kind of mirrors of each other in a lot of ways. So. We'll see. I think if they can line up and run the football like they normally do, they can they can have that formula for success that they've always had. Although, even though the Eagles have done a nice job, I mean, trade for Michael Bennett, that helps their defense out. We'll see. Go ahead, Nick. I was just going to say, you're talking about corners. This year, you know, you got some young guys coming in, you know, uh, coming into their second year. I think we're sitting here next year. Twelve months from here, I think I think you got the two best corners in football. Uh, the 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 best cornerback duo in football. Wow. I really think so. Now, I mean, right now, we'll see. It's, they got to play out. But I think if we're sitting here, if we fast forward 12 months, I think Cheeto and Jordan Lewis, I think are the two are going to be 
this is the best combination of corners in the NFL. I really think so. And Jordan Lewis is in a spot right now where he's been that, second team, battling for yeah, slot duty, that, but he's no doubt a talented young player. That, that guy's going to be. Do you kind of see good. him then taking over? Are you going to go on uh, just go on that ledge and say he's going to take over the right corner spot? That something's going to happen with Byron Jones? I mean, yeah. I'm not saying something. Yeah. I mean, like, that he's going to outplay Byron Jones. I think so. I think Mickey, you're down that line, aren't you? I I just said I got to see it. Yeah, yeah. Byron. Byron Jones hasn't played corners since he was a rookie, right? Yeah. And I don't. And, and it was games, only yeah. four games. And didn't yeah. play that well. So yeah. you know, the body size says, "Oh, he's going to be great." Yeah. The the new technique they're going to use at right. cornerback yeah. gives him an mm -hmm. opportunity. Right. Now we got to see it. Yeah. Let's it, let's go. It seems like they've kind of taken. Uh, Jordan Lewis and maybe thrown him out with the the trash a little bit though. They, he, took, I, he was a he was a guy. Yeah. Was, it was your starter at right corner, and then all of a sudden the Chris Richard group comes in. Well, somebody's got to play in the slot. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying though. I don't. If you look at with the way the OTAs and the mini camp were rolling out, it it's was Anthony it was Anthony Brown. Yeah. Well, that they were kind of sharing it. There's there's time first to, and second team. To your point, there's time to earn jobs and yeah. snaps. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, but where I was going. Because if he goes outside, then who's in the slot? Are you sold on Anthony Brown? See, that's another question. Yeah, Anthony Brown was great his rookie year, bad his sophomore season. You're hopeful when they took him out of the starting rotation, he was actually playing a little bit better. You know, yeah. that, that's. He I, came on the second half yeah, of the season. Yeah, exactly. When the, after, the, after the Los Angeles Charger debacle, and they said, okay, just throw the young kids. Finally, the young kids were all healthy enough to all play together. They threw him out there and let him go, and it was a better group. I think the consensus, maybe across this table, is Cheeto, health willing, can take a step forward. Maybe a major yeah, step forward yeah, because I, yeah. we saw him ball out in December. I think when he I, was healthy. I think he's the best one you got in that secondary myself. So where I was going, and Mick, you led me there. Defensively, what this team, what they can add to this team, because we've talked about Zeke in the running game, but quietly, this is a football team that was eighth in defense last year. Did a pretty nice job. Had some struggles when Sean went out. Chris Richard's impact, yeah. and maybe these young guys taking a step forward. Like you said, Van Der Esch helping a yeah. linebacker. Maybe this defense Healthier can help. Jalen Smith, maybe too. This might be a surprise defense too. If Jalen Smith is healthy and Van Der Esch is what they think, think about this. Damian Wilson's been the starter the last two years Man, at Strong Side. I see where we're going here. He may be a backup. I, I was, that's exactly what I was thinking. So yeah. they've that. created a little bit of depth right. if, if indeed those two things pan out. I tell you, and Joe Thomas hasn't been bad, and, and, yeah. then, and then March Lillard, Justin March Lillard weren't bad. They got a ton of reps in the OTA. So if they could build a little depth there with those with all those that linebacker, maybe it went from a position Covington. of like – yeah, it went, yeah, yeah Covington. Covington went from a position that went from a, hmm, big question mark to, huh, this group's going to potentially be all right, though. So, and you know when we were talking about the defensive end, we didn't even mention Dorrance Armstrong. True. Or Taco. Yeah. 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 And and so there, you're right. There's kind of a back, but you got to have a backup on the left side yeah, behind think, Lawrence. I think he's, Taco's that guy. I think Taco's I your left. I think Taco's Taco. your left in, and he's hey, bring him off the bench. Let him kind of get some work there. You and know, then let and them it, other guys fight it out. Let for, that right in fight it out. And if you if you're good enough to be part of what Nick was talking about, or you, uh, Mickey, the kicking guys in and out and nickel packages and stuff, that that's a, that's a sixty percent of the game as well. So mm -hmm. if you can rush, go for it. You know, you brought up Bailey. I guarantee you, when they go to kicking drills, we're all marking it down again. 
Oh, sure. For the last three or yeah. four years, we went and took a break. We got yeah. water, right? Yeah. He's right. going to make them all. Yeah. He might miss one out of ten. There's going to be some charting going now on Now we're going to yeah. chart again, right? Yeah, exactly. Just to see. Now, he yeah. kicked well, it looked like, in the in the OTAs and minicamp. I don't think camp. he missed. And he kicked, he's been kicking out there by himself. Right. And it's not going to be a lack of work because he goes out there with his six footballs, the little kicking tee, yeah. and he kicks six and he goes in by himself. Yeah. And he's been out there late at night, picks up the balls, walks back, starts again. Yeah. So the key thing will be. Mentally, yeah. yeah, up here. You think it was like a golf swing for him when yeah. he came back from injury? I think the injury hurt him. The routine, yeah, yeah. out of his routine. I, I think that he the compensated rust, the wrong yeah. way. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then you start, you miss one, and you start questioning, doubting yourself, and you know it snowballs. So yeah. maybe the time off, he gets back to being the Dan Bailey, where when they get to kicking in uh, August twelfth or thirteenth, we go get our water. That's a point nobody's really brought up, Nick. I don't think it was among the twenty questions. Well, maybe it was Dan Bailey yeah. and the kicking it was. game. Yeah, yeah, and and getting that it, phase it, back know, on track. I think the question was, is is he the biggest bounce back player yeah. that needed? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, anybody else needing a big bounce back? I know you talked a lot about you know Cole Beasley needs to get back into yeah. that group, um, but. But you know, there, there's some other guys that you know. I think he's the biggest one. But there, there's there's a handful of players that you're like, you know, maybe not from here. But I know Tavon Austin feels like yep. he needs to bounce back in his career and have. You know, last year wasn't his best year. Yeah. So. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I'm I'm sitting here thinking we've done this show now for probably 45 minutes. We haven't talked about Witten, and we haven't talked about Des Bryant. Mm-hmm. And we haven't yeah, talked about the quarterback either, really. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> In the passing game. And, and, and it's kind of you're sitting there and you're thinking about coming to a coming to a training camp without Jason Witten. I'll tell you what, I was on the on the we were on the charter, getting ready to take yeah. off. I saw LP farther up the cabin, <laughs> yeah. and I swear for a second I thought it was Witten. I it thought was, it was Witten, and it's because you're just used to seeing Rob, him. It's, it's strange not seeing him. How many camps him. is this for you? This is like eleven, I think. This is the first one you've ever had without him. Yeah. First one was 03 when yeah. he was a rookie, third yeah. round pick. So yeah, it's it's odd. No doubt it, about it, it. It is strange to that that, that the, the two players that were probably this time last year we probably couldn't talk enough about Des Bryant and what he could do. Jason Witten, you know, is it time to replace Witten? What do you know? You know, you know all that. So it's uh, it's amazing how this this it, this works. You know, with the with your roster, it really really is. One of the things that that I'm looking forward to seeing is is who replaces those two guys out here, out here in the practice field. One yeah. thing about Des, you can say whatever you want about him, he rose the level of competition for everybody on that field. He would, he'd come to practice, he'd bring it, he'd be talking smack out there, yeah. then the DB, DBs would come up, and, I mean, he brought that intensity. Witten, same way. Witten would he'd be talking trash as well. Yeah. And so the, those two guys right there, you knew every day they were going to bring it, and I think that really helped them practice Who's going to be that guy? That's a great Who's point. Who's going to be the yeah. ass kicker out here? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to miss Witten walking by training camp live and <laughs> dropping an F-bomb on us. You know, <laughs> that was always that, – that, made, that, made, that, he, that knew you were right that, in the middle of the action. You when you, you Remember when he told – when he, he caught that pass on the, that safety, uh, he'd been a first-round pick yeah. in another place, <laughs> and he <laughs> just yelled at the whole media. He's like, get this scrub out of here. The guy had been a first-round pick. Uh, uh, he was. Uh, he's a. He's a nice guy as you'll here. meet. He's a ni- as nice a guy as you'll ever meet. But he's he was kind of a lunatic out there on the field for yeah. 15 years in he a was. good way. Yeah. I mean, like he set the tone for this team. And you're it's, right. I don't know. Des gets enough credit for that too on the field, challenging guys, challenging the DBs. There's only the one guy that's got enough cred to be the lunatic, but it it doesn't pan out because there's not contact 
one-on-one with a running back. Yeah. Zeke could get people fired up. Sure. Yeah. But they're not going to get the opportunity because, number one, they're not going to tackle him. Not going to hit him. Right. right? And la- yeah. yeah, and last year that was hanging over his head and right. it happened out here. He wasn't the same. Hopefully but he, he could will get stir, back. But he yeah. could stir things up. Yeah. But if you think about everybody else. So I, are we saying it's going to be a quiet camp? Well, I just don't no, see. No, no, no. I don't see one. Of, be. I, wanna, I, I don't see one of those receivers having the personality or the cachet to yeah. go spike a ball at a DB's Toes. I have a feeling it's going to be the opposite way where guys like we talk about a woozy. Maybe the Lewis. defensive backs yeah, I do see, it. I yeah. see uh, it'll be interesting to see how in those one-on-one periods how much these defensive backs get. Because the woozy get, has a well, little bit in they them. Get in you the know face. who's got to do it? Dak. Dak's got to do exactly. it. We saw a little bit of training camp. He's got to right. do it. He's got to stop the drill and yell. And I saw him. Oh, do he it. can do that. I saw him do it. Yelled at Chaz Green. But it, but are you going to do it? Are you going to do it at Tyron Smith? But yeah. it, but no. what he can't do is pick on the defense. I would though. Know. Yeah, the quarterback can't pick on the other side. I I'd want one of these offensive guys to pick on the defense. I want to see like Lewis and those defensive backs start yelling at Dak. And then draw him into the fray, well, and then and and look, then well, they it. were already doing and, it yeah. in OTA. Yeah, that's true. what I'm saying. Yeah, and their position coach gets a little fiery too. Oh and yeah, he you'll start get yelling so, at the wide yeah, receivers. Yeah. yeah, so there's that element too. Chris Rashard is going to bring it every day in practice yeah. too, from the sideline wearing his cleats. Which how many coaches do you see do that? Yeah, uh, you mentioned the Jerome wide Henderson receivers, that, right? Yes, he did. Yeah, you mentioned the wide receivers. Let's go. Let's go there before we get out of here. And Dak, obviously. Okay, you're asking who's going to bring the fire at receiver. Well, maybe maybe these guys are going to have to because of the competition they're in. Brian, this nicely laminated roster that you gave me, mm-hmm. it's got 12 receivers on it, mm-hmm. and find there's, six. There's no <laughs> there's there's no set role for any of these guys, yeah. including Cole Beasley. We know he's going to be a key figure. What they do, but where he lines up, it's 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 really an unfinished situation that these guys have to earn oh. snaps and rolls. Oh. Of all the positions on this depth chart that you look at, receivers. Remember I said earlier, I said players find ways to cut themselves. The yeah. receivers, that'll be the group. Hmm. They they will find their best five or six out of that group. Now, they might have to go get it one-off waivers or whatever if it makes a difference. But that group, that that is the one group that has to be consistent every day. You have to play with tired legs. You have to concentrate. You have to make plays. You can't have bad days. And if, especially if you look at, okay, we think, you know, with Beasley, Gallup, Hearns, oh, those three guys, right? That's kind of that's yeah. kind of the guys making the team. Maybe you know, now you're thinking about fourth guy. Is it Terrence Williams? Is it, yeah. you know, who will, who else is going to make? I mean, they've got some other spots. Guaranteed contract will have them make the team. Okay, well, if that's the, if that's the case, then you've only got two more spots for the rest of those guys, if you think about that. Yeah. But but somebody out of that group is, is going to elevate themselves. Uh, uh, Noah Brown can elevate himself, or Noah Brown can cut himself. I'll, you know? I'll tell you the position that I'm looking at is, and I don't know if I've ever seen this in any position ever on this team, is tight end. Yeah. You, yeah. you look at the guys there – could they cut a fourth round pick if he doesn't play well? I mean, I think I think that's the borderline. You, you know, you would you I could. I don't think they want to. There's not a lock out there on tight end. Yeah. Nine, There's not a lock. Nine I mean, nine career catches on that group right now, <laughs> all by Jeff Swain. And, and that's he, nine more than us. Yeah. <laughs> Combined. Well, I don't know. I mean, no, I never had one. Ever, <laughs> I never had one. And we haven't had a chance. Yeah. <laughs> Media game count. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but I, I think, no, no, absolutely. That's so wide open. It's the position that's always been seemed like to me the most stable. You don't even think about it. You know, you it. never yeah. you never thought about it because number eighty two would come walking down with the the 
the ramp with his blue bands on his arm, and he's not going to do that. So now I, I think a lot of people I'm, – I'm really interested on the offensive side there. I really, really am interested on the receivers and the tight ends. I, I think that th- those guys have got to find a way to have good days. They cannot have bad days because you have a bunch of bad days. They're going to have somebody else in your spot. It, and, and we we mentioned Terrence Williams briefly. We're not sure if he's a day one get practice guy right now, right? Coming off foot surgery, I am. He, at some I point, think he'll he's be ready. Be to yeah, go. I've okay. been. I've been. You know, the great thing about officing at the star is you can turn around and watch the field and seeing him run around out there. And I, and I know they're going to be cautious with him. I got to be careful about that. But I, I think he's going to play with a chip on his shoulder this year. Yeah. I think Terrence. I think Terrence has got enough in his gut, and I know people probably say that's not true. But I think he, I think he sees what's going on. I think he's embarrassed by what happened, you know, in the off season. And I think that, that I would have said that in, if we hadn't pulled up in the parking lot yesterday. And you saw the Joker mobile. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> but you know the what? The Joker mobile needs a car here. Let's play football. <laughs> but but I'll tell you this though. I'll tell you this though. He, I, I think there's a lot. I think this will be the chip on his shoulder. I, I think so. I think he'll be one of these guys when we get done in 25 days talking about this camp. We all put this thing to bed. And, I, and I'm going to go on record. I, I think he's going to have a really good camp. And if I running th- straight ahead means anything, yeah. he was running really hard yeah. last week yeah. outside yeah. at the star. I mean, really hard. Yeah. yeah. Now, I didn't see a he's, lot of cutting going on. He's, but I think there's something about him. So, I, if I, he's ready. I, we, we don't anticipate with, any suspension, right? With I don't know. I can't. We haven't heard it. anything about that. No, no. no not at all. Which um, would be a big, big deal. I mean, if it, if it if that did happen, because then it, like you're talking well, about, you're guaranteed. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, I'm guaranteeing he's going to have no, a good year, and if he gets suspended, then I look like a jack. You know what? Yeah. Well, if he gets, I mean, they usually don't suspend you for stupidity. Maybe. Sure, Crawford. <laughs> I, you know, I think if they would have done it, they would have done it by now. And I don't now. We've seen some suspensions right before the season started. Remember that was when the, we get the waiver wire, and it's like, ah, oh, well, really? Or eight yeah. games in? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, let's hope not. We'll see on that. Okay, we've got a couple more minutes. Press conference is going to get rolling here just in a few minutes. Jerry, Steven, Jason Garrett, I would imagine, all yeah. the principals here. Let's touch on Dak real quick because we've talked about the guys he's going to be throwing to. Is it – what's the challenge? It seems like a big challenge for him or a big opportunity how you look at it. Big season for him. He wants to improve his own game, his footwork, accuracy, all those things. But he's also get on this, got to get on the same page with these new guys. He's trying. So it's, it's yeah. kind of a double-edged sword for yeah. him going into his third season, guys. This is the – you know, I've said it many times. I mean, he's no longer a young quarterback anymore as right. far as what guys are looking at him. Um, I, I think they made a decision between him and Dez, and they, they picked him. Um, I don't know if Witten's decision had anything to do with him, but they, they made it clear Dak Prescott is their quarterback. They're putting their eggs in his basket, and so they're making it friendly for him and all this stuff, and it's time for him to go make the plays. I mean, this is it. He is not a – no, no more grace period. You're the guy. you got to go lead the team. Mickey loves that term. All he's got to do is play like he did the first eight games of the season with Zeke on the field, and everybody forgets that. Yeah. But he was awfully good the first eight games of the yeah, season. Yeah, won that Arizona game, yeah. Right. But we said this when he was a rookie. These guys come in the league, and they take the league by storm. Are you going to be Robert Griffin and Colin Kaepernick over here? Are you going to take it to another level and be better and like Russell Wilson? Because they're yeah. trying to figure out Russell Wilson as, too, as well, and they yeah. can't. They yeah. figured other guys out. I think they figured out Dak last year. I really do. I think they said, we're take, you're not getting any easy throws. We're not, you're not giving you Beasley. You're not giving you Witten. Go beat, beat us over the top with Dez. And yeah. 
he's going to have to to do that, I think. And I think you know, Des is not here because I think they felt like they could bring in guys that are on the same page with him more than he yeah. and Des were. For some reason, they just I don't think they had any problems off the field, but on the field, they didn't seem to match. Yeah, I yeah. think the X factor and all that is Michael Gallup. Okay. Yeah, very well. Could they they need guys that could separate? They do need guys that can separate. And he's big enough. Yeah, if they find guys that could separate, that will help Dak Prescott. And, again, get Cole Beasley going again. That's, yep. that's to me, that's going to be the key. They Zeke's need easy, easy throws. Beasley going. Easy throws, but get yeah. Michael Gallup and those guys. You guys find guys that separate, that, then they'll get it done. Yeah, and, well, that's true. And, and we, we've watched Gallup. In the off-season workouts, Mick, you and I, he shows flashes of a pretty explosive guy on the yeah. outside that can get open, and he kind of reminds me of Antonio Bryan a little bit, the way he runs. You know what caught my attention? We were on the, 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 the plane, and I walked by him, and he had stood up, and I was like, I didn't realize he was that big. Yeah, he is. I mean, what do they list him at, six? Six foot. Yeah, he's six foot. Uh, what is it, Nick? I used to know the measurements right off the top. Six one two oh five. Six yeah. one. Yeah. So All right. Six foot. Well, that's pretty close. They're pretty good I mean, about he, that. Yeah. He. I just. He was. He seemed bigger. When he yeah. wasn't out on the field with all the other guys, they need guys that could separate. Mm-hmm. Give him those guys. That'll help Dak. And you know what? We don't seem to be in a hurry here. Well, it's it's past eleven Pacific, yeah. and we're still rolling. But all no, right. I'm saying they're they're still conditioning. They are. Yeah. So what does that mean? That means I don't think the press conference starts without <laughs> right. the head coach. Yeah, it does. It'll start. It just does without told him. Yeah, that it's going to be at least 15 minutes before right. they go. Okay. On. All right. So you guys keep going. All so right. we can make up for our 15 minutes, right? Where's Nick going? Oh, he quit. I, <laughs> Nick. <laughs> Anything you guys want to ask Jason Garrett, Jerry Jones at this press conference? What would you like to know about this team as they head into what 17? I think it's 16 practices. Over the next three weeks out here, I would like to know. This is going to sound really strange, because I, I you know, there, Stephen Jones likes to talk about the talent acquisition business. You got that from Parcells. I wonder if they're really monitoring the situation with Earl Thomas. I wonder if they're looking at that and saying, is, is that something, Mickey? You think is that a back burner? Is that even not a possibility? Should Brian shut up even talking about it? But no, I, mean, I think they I, keep I mean, their. I think they keep their eye on it, but. I think what everybody forgets is everybody's looking at it and, oh, yeah, you give them a second-round pick. Yeah. You know, you give them the third-round pick. Do you want to give yeah. him $14 million a year I'm gonna try. over three years and guarantee him $30 million of it? I'm going to try and I'm, I'm going to try and do what I did with the the quarterback in Minnesota. I'm going to give him a three-year deal at $13 million and guarantee the whole contract is what I'm going to do. But do you want to do that? Yeah, I do. With somebody that's that old, I'm not worried about. I think he's playing it. I think he still plays at a high level. Uh-huh. I think he could help. I think he's physical enough back there that he could still help in the in the running game stuff. I just like the fact that and this is my this is my argument, Nikki. When Sean Lee goes out the defense, I don't think they have anybody that holds that defense together. And I think that I think Earl Thomas can hold this defense together if something happens to Sean Lee. And I think he could give you help in the middle of the defense. It's like I say, if you get improvement, now we don't know what's going to happen at defensive tackle, but you look at good defenses. You know, 
Mike linebacker, could be Jalen Smith, could be Vandrish, could get a good thing there. If you have a real, a real true free safety, and if you pair him with Jeff Heath, that allowed you to do some things with Jeff Heath if you want to do him. Because Jeff, Jeff Heath's shown he can make, he's capable of making plays. But I, I feel like, though, that if when you do lose Sean Lee, you don't have somebody that kind of keeps the defense on track. And I'm willing to take a shot at a veteran player that I think still has some elite skill to his game, and I'm going to pay him. I'm going to pay him for three years until I can find a better solution for them. And, 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 and then who are you willing to forfeit to put that money towards him compared to somebody else I don't know that's going to need to yeah, be paid I don't know the next to, year? Yeah, I don't know the total cap situation, but I got my – I'm, I'm looking at – I don't know. I, I think that if, if Lawrence plays well enough, I think that they will try their very best to sign him. Okay, and I then do. you got to sign Dak. I now you got. And then you got to give. You got Dak one more year, right? You got him on his fourth year, so right? He's make, eligible for an extension after this season. Yeah, yes. so that's what I'm saying. Okay, I, I, and I, then Zeke. Yeah, I, I I'm not I'm not I don't think I'm looking at Zeke as a long term guy here because this is how I look at Zeke. You got him for the fifth-year option, right? Am yep. I correct about that? So three more. But that cost. Fr- that cost. Right. But then you pay him that, and then if you want to franchise him, and then you could say move on. I, you, I understand that, but yeah. those are probably $14, 15000000 million contracts for one year. I think that the way that you – if it's it, – the, the mar- we'll see what the market ends up to being with the running back. But I, I, am, I am trying right now – if I'm Jason Garrett, I am trying right now to win football games. And I think the best way to do that – is to get players that I know I can rely on back there, that I can know that I can put my, I can hang my hat on Earl Thomas and say, okay, he's going to solidify my defense. He's going to help him, Sean Lee, uh, you know, the Demarcus Lawrence. I, give me as many of those guys that have the ability to turn games around. Then why do you think Seattle's reticent on giving him I think, a $14 million a year I think contract? John, I think John wants to, and I haven't talked to John Snyder, and John is a dear friend of mine, but I haven't talked to him about this, and he won't talk to me about Earl Thomas. He won't do it. But if, if I had to, I think John wants to retool his team. I think he's, I think he's willing to move on from the, the team as it is, you know, make some roster moves. His draft was kind of a little bit different. He took some guys that I probably wouldn't have taken myself where he took them. But it, it, my, my, knowing John, he, he's, he's just going to remake his defense is what he's going to try and do. And, he, you know, he's comfortable. I, 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 me personally, I don't, think that, I don't think Earl Thomas sits out games. Earl Thomas is not going to sit out. No, anymore. he's not. So if, They're calling so, his so, bluff. So, so John, John's saying, okay, if you sit out games, you're leaving money on the table. John's, John's in no – now John's going to make a determination. Does he want a second or third round pick in this draft, or does he want one in 2020? That's where he had, because he's going to get a third round pick if Earl Thomas takes off and walks. So I just think that to me, if you're a team that's trying to do things and be proactive, I, I'm, I'm, I'm making that call. Well, what do you feel about, how do you feel about? And I respect what you're saying. I really, really do. Yeah, and there's always a financial component to everything in the NFL. How do you feel about what they have right now at safety? Because we talked See, about the corners, but yeah. that's we, we haven't really talked about Xavier Woods, who's probably right now penciled in as that free safety he is. next to yeah, Jeff he Heath. Is. He is. And then you've got Kayvon Frazier, I think, entering his third year. I think that's the one position where you have really the most questions. Well, they don't. I don't think they have after Xavier Woods as a free safety. I don't think there's anybody behind him. Yeah. 
that's that, that you would say a true okay, free safety. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, Heath has played both. You'd rather him. They like Heath to play from depth because that way he can use what we saw on our, uh, you know, on our tail of the tape, mm -hmm. where he could see range run. That's where. When but you that's what when you play got him down. Woods doing though. Yeah, when you play him down, and and in, in all actuality, yeah. Now you trust Jeff Heath to go make a game-saving play. I don't know if you necessarily trust Xavier Woods to go make a game-saving play. Coaches will tell you on this team. The safeties are interchangeable. Is is that fair? Because like you guys are saying, different safeties have different skill sets. Right. Where you're comfortable playing them. So are they all interchangeable? They well, it depends on how you're interchanging. Because right. if you talk to Chris Richard, he's telling you that Woods is a single safety high that can go sideline to sideline. Yes. So he's got that image in his mind right now right. that this kid can do that. Now, right. how well? We're going to find out here yeah. real soon. Yeah. It's, uh, he's, it's, it's, there's no question. He's, you know, he, he was thrown out there in the nickel situation and showed up pretty well. But like I say, I, I'm, I'm trying to say, I'm trying to, if, if it meant for me to, to solidify the spot, that's what I'm trying to do with, with, uh, by signing uh, Earl Thomas I or think, trading for Earl Thomas. I think Xavier Woods may make the decision for the Cowboys. Bingo. I think you're on to something there. Because if yeah. he plays well, then they're sitting there going, okay, we can they, do they this. Can't, they can't have questions at, at three of the spots. Right. They, they can't have questions. They know Jeff Heath can play well, but they can't have questions at the back at, at the starting spot next to him cornerback. and the other three. They, mm -hmm. You can't. And I, and I said it earlier, you know, we're going to learn a lot about Huff here. You know, Huff is now your – Marquestin. Marquestin Huff is your fourth safety on the roster. Because uh, you don't want Kayvon Frazier playing single safety high. No, you don't. You don't. He's got to be closer to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, and we'll see. And special teams. Absolutely. Uh, That's what he is. He's a special teams player. No, let's say they – focus right now. They're hey, but let me, can I'll, I say something? Go ahead, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not, I, this is my opinion on it. This is not – I'm not taking Will McClay's opinion or Jerry Jones's opinion or Stephen Jones's on, on the situation. If it was me and I was in that personnel office – I would argue for a reason why, and then Will Will could say, Brian, stop, sit down, you know, get away, you know. But I I would if it, if I was, uh, if I was Alex Loomis or if I was Henry Shroka or you know or uh, Judd Garrett, whoever, I I would I would say, why are we not thinking about this? Mm -hmm. Why are we not? And to Mickey's point, it could be we could get two weeks into this thing, and they say, you know what, there's not a good solution behind there's we got one safety and three others that can't really play so maybe we need to go do something to make them i know. just think everybody needs to remember there's 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 two parts to this oh sure thomas thing the, the, i know john i know the way john thinks but i again he will not talk to me about earl thomas so if they if they agree on compensation mm -hmm. then do the cowboys get permission to talk to his agent that, that's the only way i would do this deal and i think i think we were close because to, i don't want a guy on a no, one-year deal right no 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 you you're gonna you're the, the only way you make this trade is if you say we want to talk now we'll see how much earl thomas really wants to play in dallas if earl thomas yeah, doesn't want to play right? in Dallas and he tries to hold you up for 15 million dollars a year then you could say no we're not going to do go this play deal. with the raiders yeah go play yeah go play with the raiders or go Playing Seattle for twelve million dollars a year. Now, Stephen referenced this, I think, on draft weekend. A plan B in house. You know, focus on the guys yeah. they have in house. Yeah. 
they have guys on this roster with flexibility to play corner or safety. You God, move, you please don't take Cheeto, who's going to be a good corner and play him at safety. And I know you're tired of moving Byron Jones around. Yes. Look, yeah. who who out there? Yeah, Cheeto's my corner. Yeah. Left I'm, corner. I'm not going to worry about safety. Like sorry, if, right corner. If 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 yeah. if I'm getting beat because He's of my right safety, then I got I got some other problems yeah. probably going on, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. No one's ever not gone to a Super Bowl and said, you know, if I just had a better safety, yeah. I'd have gone to the Super Bowl. I think that there's some things. I think he can help. I think it's yeah. a bonus. In this situation with the young secondary, if this was a veteran secondary, I wouldn't argue this point for Earl Thomas. I wouldn't do that. I mean, I love Earl Thomas, but I think he could really help. He could help develop Cheeto. He can maybe help Byron Jones develop. You know, Byron, he could he could kind of keep an eye on Byron Jones and say, okay, I'm going to – this kid over here, Cheeto can play. I'm gonna kind of keep an eye, keep you know, keep him out of trouble, you know, in, in the nickel stuff. You know, I, I just going back and watching him play. He he still plays at a high level. Mm-hmm. He still plays. If he if he was like Eric Reed and Kenny Vaccaro and those guys that the Cowboys aren't looking at that don't play at a high level, then I, you know, I, I would I would not do this. You think Byron can play corner? Consistently at a high level. I mean, he's done it. We've seen him play it. A I think years I think Mickey's right. I think there's a lot more questions there. I like the fact of how aggressive he is. I like the length. I like his ability, athletic ability to turn and run. I think the fact that he's playing the right corner will help him because most teams in the league are right-handed, meaning they attack the left corner. So if Byron can kind of we, – we've seen Byron. I mean, we did tail the tape again. We saw Byron cover a big tight end down on the goal line, fourth down play. Be physical, get inside, keep from the intercept, you know, keep from getting interference. That's, yeah, Byron Jones is capable of covering, but it's a matter of staying with guys, and that's what's going to be the trick. And I think the way they're playing it now, it'll give them an opportunity to be in man, but kind of looking back in. Right. Not playing catch up with your back to the quarterback. Right. And that's kind of what he's been teaching out here. So, again, that's what we're here for. We're Mm going to see. Lot, yeah, a lot you of know, things. they think they know, but they don't know. Well, the, 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 the things tend to take care of themselves. You know, you'll, you'll see very quickly if there's a depth problem at defensive tackle. You'll see that if there's a problem at safety, and you'll see if there's not a capable wide receiver of being one of the five or six. Right. You'll see that. And you'll get to see who the backup quarterbacks are, too. You know, you'll get to see that little competition as well. We're still vamping Cowboys State of the Union training camp press conference coming up momentarily yeah. Kent's gonna tell me to get off the air here when it's time uh g- guys give me give me a couple names when they get out to practice tomorrow and like you said Mick it won't be in pads but maybe when they get to pads give me a couple names of guys you're gonna be watching out there Jihad Ward right from the start tell me why because they don't have another guy I think that can play that position if David Irving's not there mm-hmm. or it, it, play it the way that Marinelli wants it played I mean who else would move in there? You know, you're going to take one of the defensive ends and, and move him to the three technique. Uh, Malik Collins not playing yet. He, right. he he played it well, mm-hmm. and he can maybe slide over there. But then, okay, now who's playing the nose? So, to me, Jihad Ward has a lot to say with uh, basically what goes on uh, on that defensive line. So, to me, I want to see him with pads on. Rod Marinelli Saturday, told us a week from uh, Saturday yeah. we get the pads. Saturday, Saturday we get the pads. Rod yeah. Marinelli told us he made a statement, quote, a statement 
in the off-season workouts, no pads with yeah. what he did out there. Yeah, they we were impressed but he also him. says pads are everything. So he does that's say that, true. too. That'll be my number one guy right now. Who you got, Broadman? You know what? I, I'm going to focus on because I think they're going to rely on a couple of rookies to start. I think they're. I think they're gonna. You know, they want. They would like Michael Gallup to step up and beat Terrence Williams out of a job. I think they want the left guard to be Connor Williams. You know, they drafted him to be. I'm gonna. I'm interested to see the OTAs and minicamp. Those reps did not look too big for those guys at the time. Now we've had some time. We've had some conditioning work. We've had some. You know, guys to mature a little bit. I'm I'm interested to see these young, these rookie guys. Yeah. I, I and, and go go down the list. Who who is the guy of the rookies of the drafted rookies that the game is not too big of big for, and they can come out here and they function. And it's oh, great pull block by Connor Williams down on the goal line. Uh, Michael Gallup with a clutch catch on the two minute drill. You know, uh, you know. I, I'm interested to see uh, Armstrong. Oh, nice. He gets around, you know. He's in. He's in there working against Tyron Smith. Oh, he beats Tyron Smith for, or he beats Lyle Collins for a sack. You know, I, that's. I'm focusing on those rookie guys because I think they're they're looking at those kids and they're saying, and that and we during the draft show we were talking about maybe they'll trade these picks. Maybe they won't take all these picks. They made all these picks for a reason, you know. And they got players. They went out and got players. And, and so, and if you're going to do that, you better go play them. Yeah, you better figure it exactly. out. And that's where I. I think that to me, and it it, it it doesn't really answer your question because it's such a big, you know, big. Yeah. Oh yeah, Brian, look at rookies. Good for you. Look, but I I think deep down in their heart, they're looking at these kids and they're saying, okay, maybe this guy can help us. Maybe this guy can help it's, us here. Maybe this guy can help us here. It's less of a veteran football team this yeah. year. First There's five draft choices yeah. for sure. They yeah, need exactly. those guys or to six, play. I guess right. Yeah. There's two in the fourth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that to me, and it, you're not going to count them. But hey, can can Mike White beat out Cooper Rush, who was outstanding here last right. year? Cooper right. Rush, basically, especially in the games. Cooper Rush put uh, put uh, Kellen Moore into coaching. If you <laughs> if you think about it, because I mean, he he went from being the backup to being you know practice squad, and then oh, okay. And some of these young guys, it doesn't have to be September 9th. Yeah. But how about by, by the bye week yeah. maybe they move into and, yeah. and start taking some serious reps or or starting and, yeah. and a couple of them could do it i don't think in this coverage we're going to have we're going to sugarcoat it because if kids are playing well i always say they're playing well if they're playing bad we're going to say they're playing bad but yeah. i i'm i'm really interested to see if these if these rookies like mickey said the four five six of them can step in and immediately help this team and then are part of are part of the defense are part of Offense, part of special teams, whatever that takes. When they're when you're scouting rookies like this, when the pads come on, do you have to give them a little longer leash in evaluations because this is the first time going through this, or do you have to see something? I want. I don't. I, hey, you know what? If if uh, if if Leighton Vanderish is playing scrape linebacker and making and, and tackling or wrapping up Ezekiel on the edge, give me as many of those reps as you can. You know, give me that, but. I don't think these kids. I think these a lot of these kids played big time football, and so they understand. Hey, we're going to line up and play and line up and go, and I'm I'm okay with that. I'm okay. I'm watching Alan Hearns. I'm watching him. At, can he take ownership of that X receiver spot? And maybe he doesn't have to be Des Bryant, but can he can he do most of what Des did production wise last year? If they can get that out of him with the running game, with the way they want to play football offensively. I think they'll be in pretty good shape. And he's got a major opportunity to step in and be 
a guy for Dak that teams have to account for at least. Right. And maybe that – see, that's that's another part of this where we've discussed, like, do they need a number one receiver? I say yes, but there's a second part of it. I think there's times where Dak needed guys to separate last year. Yeah. The other guys and, – and there was – guys were singled up, and it wasn't always pretty – and he didn't have anywhere to go with the football sometimes. Zeke so, will help with the separation. Yeah. Who were they scared of last year? They could sink back. Who were they yeah. scared uh-huh. of? Yeah, defensively. They weren't scared of Alfred Morris. No. Nice running back, but they weren't scared of him. So who was going to beat you? Dak and Dez. Yeah. I, do you think we'll see, and I know it, it's a, maybe a talking point, maybe not, but are we going to see something different from Scott Linehan? Or are we going to go back to, Mickey, what you were talking about with a 2016 attack where it's built on a running game, it's built on moving uh, Dak around, it's built on that? Are we, is that or, are, we, are we going to see – I'm sure that you know, you know, Vic and Ventura wants more creativity. <laughs> yeah, well – I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, Vic and Ventura is saying, well, whoa, 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 brought us creativity. Mm-hmm. Creativity. Get, you know, here you are, Brian, you're bitching about – the uh, Beasley not getting open. Well, how about some creativity? You know, I think that's where I think that's where you know. Again, I'm going to sit there and say, oh, scheme specific. They're doing this, this, and that. Do you think we're going to see any adjustments? Not an adjustment's a bad word because it's like it's it's like it's like a game time thing. But are we going to see some things differently that we haven't seen in the last two years? with a team that predominantly ran the football. I think the fact that Tavon Austin's here is a sign that they may try to do some things differently. Or at least have and some the fact that they move – possibly Beasley gets snaps outside. Yeah, that's true. You get a bigger guy inside yeah. Yeah. with Hearns. Yeah. And you got Zeke that you can throw the ball to. More and, of that and, would and, be good. And, you know, is that creative? No. Emmett Smith caught 40, 50, 60 balls a season while he was running and winning rushing championships. So now you've got some – the linebackers are going to be more occupied by Zeke's presence because Safety now yeah. when you when when you when you do the Play naked action. bootleg, yeah. the, the linebacker's not running out there immediately, <laughs> right? Got to go. All right. Press conference coming up shortly. I'll, Thanks, guys. I'll finish that thought tomorrow. All right. See you guys. <laughs>